0: My name is Stevie Kim, and this is the Italian Wine Club on the Clubhouse. Today's call is, I think, our 20th, wow, that's pretty incredible, 20th installment of the Ambassador's Corner Series on Clubhouse. We've started a new slot, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, of course, for Italians. Andrea Boga. I see, will be the host for today's call with, of course, Marco Caprai. And you know the drill by now. This room will be recorded and will be replayed on the Italian Wine Podcast. So you see that this room is very much an extension of uh, Italian Wine Ambassadors and Italian Wine Podcast. And for all the listeners out there, both, both here on Clubhouse and on Italian Wine Podcast, as usual, I've got a small ask. You know what what to do please go to the podcast italian wine podcast wherever you get get it and please give a thumbs up wherever you get your pods we'd really appreciate that and if you'd like to also uh subscribe to our mama jumbo shrimp youtube channel that would be grand as well now on to the show
1: ciao ale stevie come stai how are you
0: oh my god where are you
1: well i'm actually in Miami. I'm down oh, here. Oh, you're leading since the good April. life.
0: It's like you know the, yeah. You are where, of course. It's like Rimini, Miami. Exactly. Right?
1: That's that's like coming home. What are you
0: doing? I'm are sorry. you working? You still have a I'm job? I'm
1: working remotely from down here.
0: Ah, where The market okay. now is
1: exploding, so we we need more help down here.
0: So what's going on? What is the COVID situation now?
1: In in Florida? Yeah. Uh well, people don't talk about it. That's the situation. So let me.
0: For the folks who don't know who Alessandro is, Alessandro Boga. uh, When did I meet you? He's our Italian wine ambassador. He works for Wilson Daniels, but he, uh, before that, he actually worked for uh, Gino Colangelo. That's where I met you, right?
1: Yes, in 2010. I remember very well.
0: Twenty ten. Yeah. So I don't know if I met Marco before, or or you met Marco before. Go. Maybe but you t-
1: met Marco before. Yeah. Yes.
0: Marco, do you remember when I met you?
2: Well, uh, Yes. I think that. How did, do, uh,
0: you, how, do, how did I meet you?
2: I don't remember, but. Uh, you, listen. I do remember.
0: You. You. It has to do with Colangelo. Yes. You don't I remember, remember, Marco? I, I met you work. at at yes, Wine yes, Spectator. Yes, yes.
2: Yes, yes. I remember uh, the meeting with you at the uh, West potato, a morning uh, in the winter. You have made I it, didn't know uh, who green you were, right? Testing, uh... And I met
0: him at, at the on the elevator and I was like, well, what are you doing? Who are you? And he's like, I'm an Italian wine producer. And I said, okay, so what are you doing here? He said, I had a meeting with, I guess it was Allison. I had a meeting with, you know, Wine Spectator, but um, I don't know where to go, what to do. They told me I'm not, I don't have to come. And presumably, uh, somebody from Colangelo was t- supposed to meet with you together to Spectator. Do you remember? Yes, yes. And they that. forgot. <laughs> yes, it's G- possible. G- it's Gino forgot to- you. I, for, for I mean, you should have known better me. when this happened. Were you there when this happened?
2: Was it possible to forget the the morning of West Potato?
0: Yes, I remember. Was, and uh, then I called Gino and I was like, this is yeah, such a Gino. fiasco. Yeah. But no,
2: it was... Uh,
0: but anyways, we, he recouped. Is Gino still your um, agency?
2: No, Gino was not with us. Uh, I no, was, I know uh,
0: Gino wasn't, but he was working. He organized yes, the meeting for you, yes, presumably.
2: Yes, so Gino organized the meeting and uh, waited me at the office after the meeting, because the meeting was uh, a fantastic vertical of uh, 25 anni. Was uh, my first vertical uh, of 25 anni uh, with Spectator, Many years ago, more than uh, ten years ago.
0: I know that's when I first met you. So uh, let me get uh, let me try to get you who Alessandro Boga is. He I met Alessandro in um, when he was working for Colangelo, like many, many kids that I've seen pass through for how many years? For, no longer like... a
1: kid. Sorry. <laughs> you're still a kid. Was in my... You're still a kid. No, no. no.
0: Um, how many years did you um, stay on at Colangelo?
1: five years from yeah uh, and that's where uh, you got a great
0: experience to -hmm. meet with actually many clients like Bizol, fresco bar prosecco blah 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 and as well marco he was one of you were working on his account
2: yes yes correct
0: yes and he did such great work you got recruited to Wilson Daniels. Correct.
2: Yes. At the time, uh, I worked with, with uh, Folio, company of uh, Michael Mondavi.
0: Yes. And, and after... then you just went, you just followed Alessandro, I know he's your man. But you Alessandro. do whatever Alessandro tells you to do.
2: But I, I met Alessandro. I wish it would be the way.
0: <laughs> so he's still your client, right? Yes in a two different way yes yes uh,
2: with Colangelo and the second time uh, he went back uh, me to Wilson Daniels
0: and your English hasn't improved a bit it's it's so sad (laughs) (laughs) just kidding we love you Marco all right Alessandro you know the deal tell us why you've selected Marco at Marco Capri as your favorite producer I know you guys are big buddies
1: yeah, I mean, you, you pretty much said it, Stevie, is because my background, not in the wine business before starting at Colangelo in 2010. And honestly, my first approach to fine wine, Italian fine wine, was with Gino at Colangelo and Partners, and specifically with Caprai, because I remember I got put into the account from the beginning on, on, on Caprai as like as a pitch person. And I got to taste the, the wines and I really got to know the old lineup first. And eventually I met Marco later on and I fell in love with the industry through the wines of another Caprai. So that's why for me, uh, the wines of Caprai and the, my relationship with Marco is so strong uh, because it kind of it is a signature of my, of my beginning of their career.
0: Your debut.
1: Yeah, correct.
0: To the wine industry. You are such a baby, you, 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 you only knew Lambrusco and um, what is it, what is it that? Sangiovese! No, San Lambrusco è quella cosa fritta, what, what is it called? Gnocco fritto! No, Gnocco fritto e Lambrusco, well, that's all you that's knew it. before that's you met um, Devo, Marco. I, I'm
1: from Romagna, Piadina. <laughs> piadina. <laughs> ecco, a Piadina, a Piadina. A Piadina, a Sangiovese. Correct. All right, listen. So
0: what about do you what are you what are you expecting from your discussion with Marco today? What are the learning objectives?
1: So uh, it's a big year for Analoca Pride because it's celebrating the 50th anniversary, the one that was founded in 1971. And I wanna have a conversation with Marco and looking back at what has been done for Sagrantino and for Montefalco so far and, and, and specifically what he has done to increase the perception and, uh, and the promotion of this variety and this aero production and also discuss opportunities for the future. Um, also mostly on a, on a, a, in, in terms of sustainability why making because Marco is very championing, uh, that side through a different project, which we're going to go through on the podcast.
0: That's fantastic. No, in all seriousness, Marco has done so much. He really put Sagrantino on the map, especially for the American market. And, you know, kudos to him. So I'm very excited with our listeners to listen to you and Marco. So take it away. I'm going to shut up now. I know it's. I know it's hard to believe, but I will shut up.
1: I don't think it will ever happen, Stevie.
0: No, no, no. Anyway, go, yeah. go. Okay, <laughs> ciao ragazzi. I'm going to come so, back so. for a Q&A if there's time. Okay? Yep, Okay. Already.
1: Thanks, Stevie. Thank you Bye. very much, Stevie.
0: Thank so, you, Marco, Stevie.
1: Bye. I'm going to give a little. I'm going to give a little introduction with a few lines about you, and then we can start the Q&A. Okay? So okay. Marco, you you're from 1964, and you graduated from the University of Perugia in 1983, right? And yes. uh, in 1987, you dedicated yourself to the family winery founded by your father, which, as I said earlier, was 1971. And uh, you did a lot for the old Montefalco area of production, which at the time was only the OC wine. You re- you've been key in the uh, uh, with your Sagrantino project starting in 1989 to start a collaboration with the University of Milan and, f- and specifically to get to... Research more Sagrantino as a native grape variety from Montefalco, which at the town was pretty pretty unknown. Uh, eventually, uh, the the Montefalco Sagrantino DOCG uh, arrives in 1992, and after, and you were the director of the consortium then. But after that, you yes. started getting a lot of roles in prominent institutions, where you've been very, um, uh, you're still very active. On, uh, on in the area of agriculture, prom- promotion of the territory, c- culture and innovation. You, you received a lot of uh, different uh, uh, awards for your work on Second throughout your career, like the best producer for the Italian Sommelier Association in 2005, and also the big milestone for the U.S. when uh, One Enthusiast, the U.S. Magazine, um, uh, nominated you as European winner of the year in 2013. Also, another couple of important things here, uh, the fact that you were representing Umbria region in the Palazzo Italia as a testimonial of sustainability during the Milan Expo in 2015. And from 2014 to today, you are a member of the National Council of Conf- Confagricoltura. So Marco, talking about this, is this a good introduction? Is that good?
2: Uh, so uh, I started very young and uh, i started uh, the mid of the '80s, years just after the terrible scandal of the metanolo uh, the scandal of metanolo was uh, the most uh, sad uh, time for the italian wine and at the time uh, was uh, all uh, we must uh, made all in a new way we started uh, the project of a uh, Montefalco project. I, at the time, uh, I, had decided with a group of uh, farmers of the area to start uh, to uh, the selection, the clonal selection of Sagrantino, to make a revision of the of the different trail system uh, of the area. And uh, we we started uh, the project with the University of Milano, the professor uh, with the, uh, today it's uh, my big friend, Professor Leonardo Valenti. And uh, we started uh, at the beginning, uh, the other looked to us uh, in uh, a nice uh, mode. They, they figure that we are not normal. We think they said that uh, we planted the vine like the tomato. and uh, But uh, we have maintained the, the direction. Uh, we have changed the, the trail system of the area. And we have uh, changed the, the idea about uh, the Montefalco Sagrantino step by step, uh, the people, the critics, the connoisseur uh, started to change uh, the idea about uh, Montefalco-Sagrantino. Sagrantino, Sagrantino right. was uh, an ancient grape, probably arrived uh, in Montefalco with the Franciscan uh, monk more than 500 years ago. Montefalco is uh, in Umbria. And uh, San Francis, as you know, uh, was born in Umbria in Assisi. And uh, we are very close we are at uh, less than ten miles from uh, Assisi and the, the all the Umbria Umbria is considered the, the green region of Italy, the green earth of Italy. Our region in every part of the region we, we have the presence uh, of the story, the presence uh, of the culture of the Catholic Church and uh, in, in particular way of uh, San Francis. quindi the, uh, the wine uh, probably the name said to us that uh, Sacrantino became from the Latin destinance sacer and uh, Sacher is uh, at the beginning of the word, like uh, Sacramento, like uh, Sacher, like... Uh, and uh, probably uh, this wine, many centuries ago, was just uh, a great wine, uh, like today, or more. Uh, for many centuries, uh, the Sagrantino was cultivated uh, in the area. Was maintained, the people of Montefalco maintained the, the tradition of the cultivation of Sagrantino in the area? And uh, just after the 70 years, and especially after the 80 years, with our project of Montefalco, uh, also the people uh, outside of uh, of Montefalco, Monte outside by the region, uh, started to know uh, this special vine. At the, at the end of the 80 years, the story of the grapes and the story of the, man- of the area, the winemaking making area, started to change because the, the small group of farmers, together me, started to have a, a vision about uh, the quality and about that uh, the Sagrantino was for us the stone to build mm. our project to build the world project
1: so marco in in the late 80s when you started this uh, big project to do clonal research of sagrantino how many producers were really actually planting sagrantino
2: but uh, the number mm, was a very small number there are less than uh, seven eight producers Okay. And uh, all of them have very small vineyards, and was uh, because all the people considered uh, the Sagrantino as a special wine, but uh, for the time was uh, the Sagrantino was not uh, a productive grape like Sangiovese, like uh, Trebbiano, uh, or the other famous grape uh, that was used in the area. Sagrantino produce uh, 50%, 60% less, and uh, the people uh, uh, with the time uh, before the 80 years uh, have, uh, they don't planted a lot of Sagrantino because it was uh, the production was too less and,
1: and also because they, it's it's a pretty hard grape to plant. I mean to manage like the tannins. You gotta be very careful the way you manage the tannins, both in the vineyard and also during the winemaking uh, okay. uh, uh, process. So that it was not really appealing at the time.
2: But also this because uh, at the time uh, the Sagrantino was uh, cultivated uh, with a, a, a trail system not pro, uh, that was a too productive uh, trail system it was uh, similar to Palmetta Chiantigiana. Uh, Palmetta was the, the typical uh, trail system of the Chianti area and uh, was a, a productive uh, trail system and was not uh, adapted for the Sagrantino that. Uh, The plants must produce uh, uh, less to give to us more quality. After our research, uh, we discovered also that the Sagrantino was the grape uh, in the world with uh, the most high quantity of polyphenol in total. And uh, the polyphenol was uh, the Today, all the research about the quality of wine was around uh, the quality of polyphenol. At the time, uh, the people don't know a lot about polyphenol. And uh, we started a research on this characteristic of the wine because the polyphenol was the natural antioxidant, quindi the sacrantino. It's a grape that gave uh, a wine with a good acidity, but especially gave a wine uh, with a, a an incredible quantity of uh, natural antioxidant. And uh, for this, the Sacrantino is one of the grape with uh, with the most high long aspectative of life. And uh, this is, is a Yes, in potential. This is one of the most important characteristic of the international quality wine, the capacity uh, to have a life more long respect to all the other uh, wine. uh, Also, uh, another quality is uh, the the tasting quality, but uh, for all the production the capacity to have a life more longer of the other, it's one of the most important quality for the uh, producer of wine.
1: So, what, what do you think are the main aspects of why Sagrantino thrives in Montefalco? Like, what is the what are the soils, the climate, and, and why is Montefalco characteristic are so good for Sagrantino there? Bah, uh,
2: this is a good question. Uh, probably because the, the people of Montefalco was very jealous of Sagrantino. And uh, they considered Sagrantino one of, the, of them. And uh, I think that uh, Sagrantino was not uh, used in another area also for many times because the production was too uh, low. And uh, one time, uh, this was uh, the first uh, characteristic uh, for the um, such as of the grape, of the vine. Today, uh, the world has changed. We, we research uh, other characteristics uh, before uh, to research uh, the uh, high-quantity production. And uh, for many times, uh, the people of Montefalco have maintained the Sacrantino because it was, they know that it was something of special. And uh, this is uh, a, a little story about Montefalco, also in the, in the church, in Montefalco, in uh, the church of San Francis, uh, in a, the afrask uh, of uh, Benozzo Gozzoli, the Florentine painter, there is the red wine, and this is a very unusual for the church because uh, the Catholic know this. Uh, in a church, the wine it's only white because uh, red it's only the blood of Christ. In the, also in the symbol of the church, the most important church of the village, uh, the wine was red, and uh, I don't know if uh, the. The wine was a Sagrantino, but uh, the people of Montefalco uh, have a, a special uh, attention to the production of this wine.
1: Nice. And, and and fast forward thirty years, we see how much more in the mouth of people in the restaurants list we can see Sagrantino. I mean, I can I can see definitely in the states. Uh, different Sagrantino uh, around and of course there are like more developed markets such as New York, California, it's coming to Florida as well, Texas, Illinois, but but how many producers are right now are making Sagrantino in uh, in Montefalco?
2: But today there are more than uh, 60, 65 uh, winery from and, seven uh, down from in seven, uh, yes, yeah. wow. so, and uh, Montefalco, Monte the area of Montefalco the road of Sagrantino, it's uh, one of the special uh, tourist destination for the wine lover uh, of the world, and uh, there are many winery, a lot of them uh, beautiful winery, and this is a very important, uh, uh, such as uh, for the for the development of the area. Uh, the last year the last two year was uh, not easy especially the for the tourists the 2020 but just this year uh, after the lockdown until um, april uh, today we have more tourists than in 2019 quindi the wine uh, Sagrantino the strada del Sagrantino is uh, more stronger than uh, the COVID-19 and uh, we have uh, and we hope to have uh, for the 22 for the next year we hope to have uh, a great season with uh, a lot of uh, Americans that uh, will arrive back to Italy after uh, this terrible terrible moment
1: yes we all, we all hope so um, so you've been very very active in the promotion of territory through the strada sagrantino and uh, as, as, a, as a tourist destination but also you've been extremely active in innovation i mean one of the things that you think about improving the wine is all about is, is about innovation and experimentation so can you tell us more about what you're doing right now um, in 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 the winery and in the vineyard? And if you can start from like this the, this project called the New Green Revolution that you started in 2015, right?
2: Um, yeah, no. no uh, the project was born in uh, 2008. 2008.
1: Uh, okay.
2: The project uh, was uh, involved with other. Seven winery of the area uh, to arrive uh, to um, to arrive at the definition of a, a standard of a sustainability um, for the Italian wine it was a great project because today the most important uh, Italian uh, Italian classification for. Uh, for sustainability wines uh, is born on uh, on our project. We have made a good, a great job for the culture of the sustainability and the culture of the area. And uh, we have, uh, but this was uh, in the line of our um, story. Uh, since the beginning, uh, we have worked uh, the concept uh, of the quality and then the con the concept uh, to to make a innovation. And uh, first uh, when we started with the clone selection of Sagrantino, after uh, when we changed the, the trail system of the area, when we started uh, to use uh, the barrel for uh, aging wine. And uh, when we started also to to try to sell the wine in the, the foreign market, and especially in the USA, uh, I have uh, traveled a lot in USA to to present my wine, and especially and uh, often uh, I have made. Uh, I made a stop in, uh, in California and in Napa Valley because Napa Valley, in my idea, uh, remains the most uh, great project about uh, wine, tourism, and uh, a concept uh, of a lifestyle that is uh, called the Mediterranean, but uh, often uh, the it's a, a, a concept of the high-quality life uh, for all the all the world. When the, we, we This was a, a concept uh, of, since the beginning, the concept of the innovation, innovation uh, inequality, but innovation also to try new consumer, a new consumer that love, uh, important uh, wine uh, with uh, a great structure, a great capacity to aging, but also uh, a great quality. Uh, for this is also, uh, it's impossible to have a, a wine area without uh, the high quality wine in the, the challenge.
0: Uh,
2: if uh, you want to work uh, in a project uh, of, for the uh, promotion of, of wine area. Uh, the first uh, is uh, to have a great wine, to produce great wine. And after, uh, to to make the condition for the tourists, for the visit, uh, the... Our most, our beautiful uh, country and especially the beautiful uh, small village of the Italian
1: wine. So make great wine first and then uh, the the, the arrival of tourists after, right?
2: Yes, yes. Uh, Without great wine, uh, it's impossible to have wine tourists.
1: Yeah. So t- tell us more about what you're doing in terms of championing sustainability in Monte But uh,
2: first we have worked on, uh, to measure the, the, our, the, our impact. And uh, we, worked, we, worked, impact. Uh, uh, we have worked on this at the beginning. And the second was uh, to start a project to reduce. We have uh, started to to reduce uh, the footprint, uh, the water footprint, the the quantity of uh, CO2 and uh, also the, the, the effect of the man on the production of wine in our territory. Montefalco. The vineyard in Montefalco was less than 10 percent of the total surface of the area. We have a fantastic balance with the The area of cereal. The area where where they was cultivated olive tree because we have also production of extra virgin olive oil. And uh, all the other part, uh, we have a, bal- a natural balance uh, in the area, and uh, we have worked to maintain our natural balance and to uh, to help the, where the balance uh, is uh, more, in, uh, where we have a criticality. Uh, to resolve uh, the uh, of the production.
1: Okay, so all uh, a set of rules that are going to have an impact in terms of sustainability and also in terms of like impact to the economic community, correct, and the social community as well.
2: But yes, today today the, uh, all you know uh, that the sustainability is not uh, is also social and also economic. Uh, for the social, we have uh, made a lot of some very important project. Uh, one was a project uh, to um, to maintain uh, the the art of the area. We have in the area. Uh, some uh, fantastic uh, affresco of uh, some of the greatest artists uh, of the Renaissance story like uh, Benozzo Gozzoli and the Perugino and we helped the museum of Montefalco uh, to to maintain uh, the the AFRASC and to work on the promotion uh, uh, for the tourists. Second, uh, we have made, uh, was uh, five years that we worked in a project uh, with uh, a Catholic uh, association, organization. It's uh, two um, employed uh the people that uh, arrive from uh, North Africa and uh, the people that uh, arrive from a long, uh, from a long way uh, that uh, arrive in Italy, arrive and stay in uh, our region to, uh, to try to, to man a new uh, possibility of life, uh, in our region, another project uh, about uh, social uh, was to uh, to maintain uh, the to, part, uh, to maintain the participation to all the activity uh, to the social all the social activity, benefit social activity of the area. But this is uh, uh, a little part. Uh, we have uh, also before we have worked uh, to uh, trans- to transform it, Montefalco in a, a place most beautiful than uh,
1: before. So make a better place than than before. Yes, through all these projects, with yes. art, with, with that have social impact. That have a, a rediscovery of of the beauty of the area, ex- beside making great wines.
2: Exactly. Okay.
1: So I wanna I wanna hear from you. What are what do you think are the opportunities for Sagrantino now to grow, uh, in terms of markets? Uh, where do you see Sagrantino still as potential uh, for for growing in consumption?
2: Oh. Um... Sagrantino, uh, it's a, a small appellation. In the, we have a, a, a great uh, possibility for the future because uh, it's a wine, uh, a different wine. If you want to taste uh, something of different, uh, Sagrantino is for you. And uh, the world make wine for the 80%, uh, with less than 10 different vines. In Italy, we produce wine with more than 400 different vine. And the Sagrantino is one of the most uh, interesting, one of the most uh, characteristic vine of Italy. And uh, it's uh, one of the big flags uh, of the Italian wine, because uh, every Is a different wine. If it's a wine rich of structure, bold, uh, with a a very rich noise a lot of red fruit, and the characteristic for it's to left the palate, uh, very dried, and this uh, is very important because if you eat something of Rich like a, a stack, like a, uh, lambs, no, something, something fatty, very yes. fatty,
1: and with, no, with a lot uh, of fat and it, proteins.
2: When you finish to heat and uh, you drink sagrantino, your palate is uh, fresh again. And uh, this is a, a very important characteristic uh, of uh, our wine. Today we sold sagrantino in uh, 40. Different countries, especially in uh, Northern Europe and the uh, United States. I think uh, we have a, a great possibility for the future to increase uh, the consumo, consumption of Sagrantino, but also that, that they, to to make Sagrantino uh, more uh, good than, uh, than today because uh, every year we work at the, with the concert uh, to uh, make something better respect the year before.
1: And I, I know that there is a, some Sagrantino planted in other areas, such as in California or even Australia. Have you had the chance to taste any of those Sagrantino from those regions?
2: Yes, yes. Uh, but, uh, this is very uh, interesting. It's a nice story, because uh, uh, until 30-40 years ago, uh, Sagrantino was uh, cultivated uh, only around the, the wall of the city of Montefalco. Was was very local grapes. Today, uh, it's one of the most uh, big travellers, vine of Italy, because it's possible uh, the producer uh, the art producer of Sagrantino in uh, more than four continents. In the, there is a producer of Sagrantino in uh, North and South America. Uh, there is producer of Sagrantino. There are many producers of Sagrantino in Australia. And uh, there are some producers of Sagrantino in South Africa. But there is also producer of Sagrantino, not only in Italy, in uh, France, in South of France, in Hungary, uh, in Hungary, r- Republic, Republic. <laughs> Today, he, after the success of Sagrantino, after a lot of other farmers in many different parts of the world started to cultivate the Sagrantino. is the same for us, for the Italian producer, that often planted the vine that was more, was considered the French vine, like Cabernet, like Merlot, like Viognier. And today, uh, the Sagrantino is one of the symbol of the the new viticulture of Italy, and there are many producers. I have tasted uh, many of the vines that uh, was on the market, and uh, some of them was uh, very interesting, very also very similar to the Sagrantino of Montefalco, and other, other, especially the Australian have a different expression of Sagrantino, more soft, more light. It's a different style, but this is very interesting because uh, this is a very long, uh, long way to, to, make a, to make it wine, it's a very long way. And uh, for a long way, it's better to, to be more than only one. When we are alone, the way is more long. Uh, for a long way, it's important uh, to have uh, many other friends that have the same uh, project, the same vision uh, to produce a great wine from uh, the grape, from the Sagrantino grape.
1: And for, for the 25th anniversary of the wine in 1986, you came out with this special label, 25 anni, yeah. which turned out to be like the wine that made you famous, the winery and and the whole appellation, got into the spotlight of sommelier in Italy in the mid-90s. And now with the 50th anniversary, you are coming out with a very limited production of a 50-year sagrantino, so sagrantino, which is a, another special selection with a special vinification. Can you... Tell talk a little bit more about this because I know it's a very not innovative, innovative way of vinifying Serrantino.
2: Yes, mm-hmm. 25 years ago, 25 years ago, for us was a, was a fantastic project born in 1993, and um, the project changed the the, the con- the concept uh, uh, for the critics uh, of Sagrantino Was uh, a, an incredible wine, uh, was a concentrate uh, of the most uh, innovative uh, technique uh, for the time. Uh, after 25 years, uh, we have made uh, a new big step. And uh, we have started uh, a collaboration uh, seven years ago with uh, Michel Roland. With Michel Roland, we have uh, started uh, a new way uh, for vinification. The way is uh, we, we know that uh, the vinification is a process during the fermentation of a contact uh, between the skin and the liquid part. Generally, we use the tank, steel tank, uh, vertical steel tank. This is a less or more 80 90% of the world production uh, use uh, this uh, technique. All the way maker have the problem of the gravity, Uh, the problem of the gravity, uh, and uh, uh, all the way maker. Uh, tried to uh, have a, a, a low impact uh, about uh, uh, the gravity the new concept uh, of roland it's uh, to use uh, the small barrel the french barrel and uh, to um, to make a passage from the uh, vertical to the horizontal and uh, we make every day we we put the barrel uh, in a horizontal way, and we don't use uh, any, any machine, any pump machine to move uh, the skin. Because this gave to the wine uh, a different quality because the juice uh, it, it remain more uh, soft. Uh, the Tannino, uh, it's not stressed uh, by the machine and uh, gave it to us uh, more round, more uh, in the Tannino, more long. It's, um, it's a very artisanal uh, way of production. The production, we worked on this way. For two, two months and uh, at the end uh, we have a wine, a wine more uh, round with a with a greater, a new great expression of uh, the Sagrantino. quindi really. this is uh, a big step for the future, and uh, we hope that. Uh, in the next uh, 25 years, for the 75 anniversary, uh, hope to make uh, something better of this.
1: So you call this integrated vinification, correct?
2: See, si. integral yeah, vinification, and... integral fermentation,
1: vinification. In, in, integral, okay, and uh, and the whole purpose is to make this, uh, the the the. Uh, tannin is a little longer and softer, so be more more elegant on the palate, and that's yes, you see where
2: the tannin yeah, is not where, like, stressed.
1: You, you 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 are thinking of applying the same technique now for the Arrosagrentina in the future as well.
2: Yes, uh, we have just uh, started, and uh, now we have a new project. Uh, to build uh, uh, a new part of the winery. And uh, we hope to finish uh, before the harvest uh, of 22, uh, where we can uh, produce uh, all the other Sagrantino with the same uh, process.
1: Okay. Um, I think, uh, Steve, we can open the floor to questions.
0: Yeah, there isn't that much time left, but hold on one second. How do you like my special effects? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, well, thank you. That was pretty exhaustive, but I have a question. Actually, uh, if anybody has a quick question, please raise your hand, and we'll bring you up onto the stage. You know, I, you know, I love this word in Italian to describe Sagrantino. Everyone says Sagrantino is spigoloso, okay? It's it, and it it translates into what in English, Alessandra? Edgy. Yeah, but it's not quite the same, right? It doesn't rustic. really characterize uh, Sagrantino. So what I would like for you to do, Alessandra and Marco, can you give us kind of a dry tasting notes of Sagrantino? How would our um, audience understand when they are? Uh, um, drinking Sagrantino
1: Marco
2: Oh, oh come that, on uh, I gave you
0: such a softball no, Sag- Sagrantino
2: on. Is, uh, is similar to the, the people of Umbria it's uh,
0: <laughs> oh, I, I hate when he starts <laughs> like uh, this give me <laughs> give me what your Sagrantino tastes like
2: bah, um, it's a uh,
0: give me the it's fruits
2: like, the food vabbè, I, no uh, fruit fruit what fruit, kind of fruit blackberry raspberry strawberry uh, but also the, uh,
0: what, what about other aromas apricot. that characterizes sagrantino
1: the, uh, i feel like pepper. this is such an
0: easy question
1: I, I i can take it over if you want man. okay
0: alessandro <laughs> boga take it over <laughs>
1: okay i i feel like this he, is why you're the pr man right now he spoke a lot um yeah he's no, tired. Yeah. I mean to me to me like the the, the sagrantino from marco is an explosion of black fruit so i definitely an the like of black fruit and definitely black currant, uh the black cherry type of but it's got this uh, amazing uh, acidity and and of course the tannins which can be quite rough at the beginning but with the, dry, the drying gum sensation, but as Marco was explaining before, with the right foods, rich in fat, rich in proteins, they're gonna be able to polymerize and getting like better, softer on the on the palate. So it's 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 a, it's a wine that when Marco mentioned Napa Valley earlier, uh, it kind of makes brings a lot of that tasting profile of a Napa Valley cab without that big chocolatey and and and, and, and velvety uh tala that de does in apple valley cap so but it's definitely has a lot of fruit it's got the body it's got the alcohol to stand uh, uh those big wines and uh mm, there's definitely a lot of black pepper well, very spicy which comes from the french oak the new french oak that marco uses so um, to me it's a very well-rounded wine and in all honesty 55 anni it's a great wine. It's what made the another Capri famous. But to me, Colle Piano is one of the best uh, deal in terms of like prices versus quality. And and we've been, I can see, I can definitely tell you from the sales, uh, even during the pandemic, this wine has always been in, increasing in 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 uh, in, in uh, sales since the beginning we started working with Capri. So um, it's it's a great opportunity type of wine. So that's that's the type of. Of of uh, profile that I see in, in the wines from Marco,
0: for a consumer who's unfamiliar with Sagrantino, what does it what does it what is it? similar to in terms of grape. You just mentioned Cab. Is it something? If they like Cab, should they try Sagrantino, for example?
1: A specific Cab. I mean, I would go for those like very rich fruit Cab from uh, Napa. I would say. In terms more on the flavor side, not really on the palate side, because the palate is much more edgy, as we we're talking about, much more rustic. Um, but Marco, what do you think is another grape that makes sense to, to compare? One of the known grapes, of course. Uh, Let's um, not bring up esoteric grapes.
2: For me, uh, some Tannat of the south of France. Ternate. Okay. And uh, the generally was more, plastic uh, than uh, Sagrantino, and this is is not easy. (laughs) But uh, some of them uh, uh, have a big affinity.
0: Okay, listen, I bought Ciro Pirone up. Ciao Ciro. I think he's got a, this this will be the last question because I have to bring Cynthia to the train station.
2: (laughs) Ciao Marco, ciao Stevie, ciao Alessandro. Ciao, Ciao. Yeah, ciao, um, ciao, have, ciao, caro Marco. Um, yeah, I have a question because obviously I respect a lot what you know Marco's done and continues to do, and uh, in trying to pitch Sagrantino to the world. And obviously I, I still represent
0: his wines here in Boston. Um, the challenge is obviously. Eh beh, I mean, si gioca in casa, ragazzi. No, Obviously, the challenge is the
2: character of Sagrantino is not easy for everybody to understand, but the main challenge probably to spread more Sagrantino, I feel, is the price point in the sense that I don't know if it's ever going to be possible, but will there ever be an actual, say, entry level, although maybe it's not the correct word, Sagrantino? Because Rosso di Montefalco is another thing. It's not the same thing. And I know probably it's challenging to do a Sagrantino. without necessarily ageing for so long and what not, but maybe having a Sagrantino in a price point that is different than what it is now will introduce at least that flavor profile to a lot more people. So that's kind of my question if that's I love something.
0: that question. Thanks. Marco, do you understand the question?
2: But yes. Alors, uh, we have uh, two different wine and uh, Montefalco uh, it's uh, San Giovese is more soft um, but today for me Sacrantino have a very good uh, very good uh, access uh, to the to the testing because it's uh, have a have a unique identity and uh, it's a uh, for uh, body wine and uh, it's uh, the the wine also uh, for the people that want to drink something of different. Today it's more easy to start uh, uh, to drink a Sagarantina.
0: Yeah, he didn't, he did like Japanese. He just said whatever he wants to say he didn't answer right. your question yeah but that's okay i'm going to close up the house for now thank you very much marco capra Alessandra boga of course our clubhouse manager laika enjoy our italian wine podcast producer and cheeto also our italian wine ambassador and our friend that's it for now and next week uh i can't remember next week who we have Oh, it's Valeria Tennyson with Caroline Walsh and then Andrea Eby with Patrick Uccelli. Then Emmy Eric um, Ezrin with Isabella Odero. All coming up the weeks following. So so please join us. Ciao ragazzi. Grazie mille. Ciao. No casa. Ciao, ciao. Yeah. 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 Sniff. 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 Sniff.